If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Sidelines of the mining in Daba with the CEO of Tungela Resources, Mr. July Ngovo. Mr. Ngovo, always a pleasure to speak to you and thank you so much for your time, sir. I guess first things first, you've just come off a panel talking about a critical theme around collaborative efforts between government and members of the private sector to ensure that we uh, meet the challenges uh, around our logistical constraints in South Africa. Add a little bit more context to how far we've come in terms of these partnerships in South Africa and the kind of tangible pros- progress we've been seeing. Look, it's early so let's let's all be real about where we are. I mean, we started this journey what nine months ago, uh, and therefore we're really finding each other. But we are fortunate to have uh, the president overlooking, uh, I mean, overseeing the process, and therefore his convening power is quite important. There are two pieces of work that actually are critical in terms of what they're trying to do. The first one is just improving performance of Transnet as, as currently configured. The second one uh, is making sure that we create. Uh, the right uh, regulatory environment uh, for us to be able to attract the critical capital that is required to reinvest in our infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Clearly, in the first one, um, uh, the the problems with Transnet are well documented. There's no need to repeat that. Mm -hmm. But what we're beginning to see is a far more concerted and willingness to work together with us as as the private sector. We can unlock uh, constraints that government are unable to, like for instance in procurement, we are now able to procure spares on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the core corridor, we have already started doing that. And if I may jump in there, these particular spares, we're well aware that they have to be imported into the country, right? Does yes. that not still place a reliance on our logistical uh, value chain, essentially? Well, you, you know, it, it's it's an interesting uh, uh, polarity, isn't it, that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, ships actually uh, are queuing in Devon and uh, in one instance actually we're waiting for batteries that we've ordered over overseas mm-hmm. but we got to do what we need to do yeah. uh, to improve uh, the system and, and, and to be fair to Transnet, I mean uh, at the time that uh, the president visited the port of Devon, I think there were, I don't know, hundreds of ships waiting in the water uh, the last I had uh, meeting with Michelle a few weeks ago is that uh, there were less, less than 20 which is quite pleasing. But having said that, I think the more important thing is not to see these things in in episodes, sure. but actually to realize that this is a marathon. So the work we're doing is, is quite important. I didn't expect to see results almost immediately. And that's why when you look at the numbers of what has been um, uh, rail to RBCT, for instance, yes. the gains have been modest. Mm-hmm. But don't read too much into that. The work that we're doing over the next six to 12 months, you should actually see the improvements beginning to come through. 100%. I'm aware that you are in a closed period, so we won't necessarily talk about what that does mean for your revenue streams just yet, but you did mention legislative framework, and I'm keen to understand if you could elaborate on on some of the loopholes that might exist within uh, the regulatory framework that might still be lacking. So here's the issue. The the simple issue is that um, uh, you would have had, depending on who you listen to, that uh, firstly, Transnet has got that debt power of 130, 140 billion rand. They are unable to pay it back. So we all know that. The ability to go and raise funding to be able to maintain the critical infrastructure is severely constrained. Mm -hmm. Equally, the sovereign also is a major balance sheet issue. Yeah. Uh, in particular, now that uh, commodity prices, which brought a, a bonanza for them actually over the last two years, yes. uh, are also softer. So our, our ability to ask 
the shareholder, the sovereign, and trusted to be able to reinvest uh, in the rail infrastructure is actually severely limited. So what we need when we talk about the reforms is a realization that Transnet has not been able to invest and allocate capital judiciously mm -hmm. to the critical infrastructure. We need to reform that so that we're able to make the right capital allocation decisions, one. Secondly, we create an environment that allows private capital to flow into that. You wouldn't do that whilst those assets are being owned by somebody else. 100%. We need to create the right structures uh, between the private sector and the public sector to be able to allow capital to flow so that the providers of capital can manage their risk but also can get a return. That's what we're talking about. You know, you hear us talk about, oh, we want uh, concessions and all that. Actually, what we're talking about is let's create the right environment that allows investment to go into the shared infrastructure. Yes. Those ownership structures actually uh, will all debate and find the most appropriate one. 100%. Yeah. I guess just to close off with, in the interest of time, uh, looking forward to seeing your results as soon as they are going to be released. But it would only be fair of me just to ask about how you view the macroeconomic environment, um, of course, the delay in perhaps the reduction of uh, interest rates, slow growth, where the coal price is at the moment. We're well aware that Tungela has uh, paid out amazing dividends to shareholders. Uh, characterize uh, your expectations for the financial year ahead. Look, you, you probably have seen quite a bit of commentary on uh, coal markets. So we'll, we'll provide a lot more color when we uh, announce our results. Safe to say, like I said uh, last week at the coal conference, that last year was, again, another record year for coal demand. Mm -hmm. uh, what that tells you is that the long-term fundamentals for coal remain uh, fairly strong, despite what you hear. And I think that, that says to us, actually, we're in the right commodity, in the right industry. The prices that you see, I mean, I know everyone says these prices have softened, but actually these are the prices that we expected in the long term. Mm -hmm. Our business is to control the controllables. We don't control prices. Mm -hmm. uh, we control cost, productivity, and how responsible we, we manage those. 100%. Yeah. Another controllable that's within your means, we're well aware that Tungela is very dedicated and committed to sustainability and its ESG goals and objectives. Any significant process that you might have made there? You, you hear the progress that we've made when I announced the results. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ngobu, we'll leave it there for yeah. today. Truly appreciate your time, sir. Thank you so much. If you missed it live, live, live. catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.